Welcome to Good Life at Midlife. Welcome to Good Life at Midlife. To use the term again, emotionally compromised. You need to write a book now that's called Shepherd the Child. Called, you know, Boy Shepherd. Oh, so this is. (laughs) (laughs) That sums up our technical problems. But DJ Echo sounds like you're a midlife crisis guy who likes to spin on the sides of strip clubs. Let's see if I can snort meth off of this hooker's butthole. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, this is fun, though. Oh. It is fun. <laughs> it's appropriate. Yeah, welcome to Jerry's podcast. Um... <laughs> This is my co-host, DJ Echo. It's good That's to be here. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Bareface Canadian Whiskey. It's a triple oak, hide nothing, age seven years. It's Canadian. That's how we roll, baby. That's good. That's, uh, let's hit that up. So welcome back to the show, man. It's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, you've been hanging out with your buddy he's, he's not, down he's, there. He's not necessarily just my buddy. He's my, he's my co-host. Yeah, for now. Oh, oh, looking, looking to dethrone Luke Solo in his <clears throat> position as a co-host and collaborator with Good Life at Midlife. Probably not. I'm, I'm too busy to do that. Yeah, I have no. a job. Well, fair enough. I mean, the idea originally was when I started this, I was like, you know, it'll be fun. I'll do the Good Life at Midlife with Luke. And then every other week, you and I will do like a quick little hit, like a story time. Well go back and recount some of the experiences that we had in you know playing sports our work uh, situation like the stories of big p but now it's just kind of like hey every time i come up here we'll try to get a show in well yeah you were saying that now that you've sort of you're getting things dialed um yeah we're, we're super polished that <laughs> <laughs> you guys are com- becoming a big deal yeah. um over the over the phone type deal is it just doesn't work yeah it just it just it doesn't sound good um i i did that one uh collab episode with uh cj a friend of the show but it just it just i it, didn't listen no it's okay it's, not a lot of people did <laughs> but uh yeah i just i find that the quality of the recording is much better when we're face to face so yeah makes sense here we are it's it's officially 10 minutes past midnight yeah dude on january 1st it is 2020 cheers to you my friend clink let's make it a good one so i mean we could uh we could go over potential goals uh that we have for 2020 we could talk about highlights of 2019 or we could do what we usually do just drink and ramble on for yeah, it's probably, know, 30 it's minutes probably better so. it's probably better bet yeah is there uh is there anything that you would like to touch on to start <clears throat> off with well the one thing we i i've made a purchase and i never we never didn't talk about it because it'd be kind of funny to just funny because with. I, I, you you sent me a picture and i'm like what is that yeah, it's a bidet. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm aware of what a bidet is, but I didn't know that here in Canada we had, it's just an you add-on to your toilet? Right the toilet. So it just clips to the underseat? Yes. Okay, question. What inspired you to buy it? Uh, I don't remember. It came up at work between me and another guy. And Did he, just, does he have one? 
no, he, I think he had had one or he was talking when he was over in Europe using them. Um, and I was like, that's... It's like, I went to Europe last year and my butt has never been cleaner. Well, listen, if you were to get poop on your arm, would you take a dry piece of paper, wipe it off and call it good? Probably not. Yeah, no, you're not going to do that. So why not get a nice cold jet of water sprayed right in your asshole? Mm. That's cold, eh? Yeah, I mean, I you, guess can, you, you can get pricey and get the ones with heaters. How or, much did yours cost? Like 60 bucks. So American, that's like five. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, I, <laughs> I took a video of the first time I used it. <laughs> and I didn't realize it's not just like on-off. It's got a dial. Oh, you can for pressure wise. <laughs> so uh, the first video I took was a little selfie of me sitting on the can. And I just hammered myself with it. <laughs> it's a little shocking, to be honest with you. <laughs> Did you feel somewhat violated afterwards? No, no, kinda no. Liked, so I kind of liked it. So, so here's my question because I've never, I've never used a bidet before. I feel like you probably could. No, I mean definitely because I was always like, I, I like the conversation was brought up many years ago. You're like. Well, how much toilet paper do you go through? It's like, well, I never, I don't use toilet paper. Yeah. Like, what do you mean I don't use toilet paper? It's like, I take a shit, I go fucking have a shower, right? Because I, I like to be very clean, right? Now, you and I are a little bit different in the fact that <laughs> you're basically a hairless monkey. Like, when I say we're, hairless, we're almost opposites. You have next to no hair whatsoever, where I am covered with hair everywhere minus like my I head. have I have a, a luscious head of locks on my head it's painful it's beautiful and, you have beautiful locks nothing else anywhere else whereas me it's like a squirrel has been stuffed in between my buttocks I probably got 12 butt hairs maybe yeah yeah so I mean that's why I was always someone that felt the need just to make sure it doesn't matter how many runs I yeah. took at it I was like I just don't feel like I have completely cleared the area so I want to <laughs> make sure that there is nothing left to chance um, which, which is kind of why I brought it up with you is I feel like this could be a, a life changer for you. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with one. I would definitely purchase for one. For 60 bucks? Yeah, I guess it's just like, I, you know, where I'm living now, I've got the one bathroom. I, I, it, doesn't, I, it doesn't interrupt with anything. It's not that it's... Oh, hey, funny story. Um, so the wife refuses to use it. Okay. Um, I don't know where to go with that. Yeah, no, she just, she refused. She won't give it a shot. Uh, I want her to give, her a, give it a fair shake. She won't do it. So she was sitting down having a pee and I went to brush my teeth that <laughs> night. And I just reached over and blasted her with it. <laughs> what was the response? Just, uh, she, she was, she played it off like a champ. She, she laughed. It was pretty funny. Well, I have to, I have to get back to what I wanted to ask was, Okay, you you take care of business. You like what? What is it like with the dial? Do you have it set, or you start no, from it's, zero? So it's an off. There's a, an on and a clean. So you first you you do the on to clean yourself. Okay. And then you turn it the complete other way, and it sort of sprays itself down and rinses itself off. Okay. Now, <clears throat> one of the techniques I've come up with is once I'm done, I like to pull my balls up okay because i kind of feel like there may be a mud flap just getting blasted with everything <laughs> okay hold on oh but like after you've after you've taken care of uh you know everything that the bidet has to offer 
do you just do you wad up like a big thing of toilet paper to kind of give yourself a little dry? No, I and doesn't yeah, the toilet hey, paper. Hey, yeah. So it, it must just disintegrate have, down in the crevice, right? I have a, I have a smooth butt, so I just wipe it once, make sure there's nothing there, and then I might dab it with a towel. Is it a wipe? Oh, really? Eh? It depends on how how depends on how so much spraying was going can on. I cast question: Is there yeah. a dedicated butt dab towel? No, just I have a just my, whatever just whatever towel is there. Well, no, it's my towel. I wouldn't okay. use well, the wife's towel. That'd be all. Okay, is it a hand towel or like your? Is it the same towel that you would use after getting out of it, the shower? I, I dry my butt like I would dry it after a shower. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, fair enough. I mean, what's the difference, right? Is it? Uh, do you want to invest in the heat? Little little heat pump. If or? I was to renovate, um, if you were to renovate, would you just get the real deal? No, because that would take up too much space. But I would get a. I'd actually I'd get a toilet that had it in there with both hot and cold. What do you think that? What's it? It's been so long. A couple grand for that toilet. What's the standard? Toilet cost these days uh, for a decent toilet. <clears throat> I remember um, when I finished my basement suite when I had a house. You're looking at like 200 bucks. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty basic, but I mean, a normal, a normal toilet. Yeah, no, fair enough. Why is there just? Have you have you thought about introducing the children to it? No, that no? seems real weird. <laughs> hey, boys, what? You want to blast is... yourself in the ass? <laughs> it's like. Oh God, Junior just won't get off there. <laughs> Our water bills through the roof. Hey, boy. <laughs> that was good. That was good. The bidet. I uh, I didn't think we'd get much steam out of that, but uh... yeah, the mud flap thing was like I got. I felt like I got peppered a couple of times. Um, Does it? Did it? Do you have to set its angle? Like where no, it's got a point? No, that that was it's hard because you kind of want to look at the mechanics of it. Yeah. But it's just off and on. So if you put your, I did blast. I blessed myself in the chest twice. <laughs> well, like trying to do just do the clean just, thing, just and I turned it the wrong making... way, and I was like, ah. Because I would imagine getting that like right in the, right in the family jewels would hurt, right? If it wasn't adjusted, you know, it doesn't hurt though. What the taint? The taint, eh? Ooh. It's like a. So you actually have to give it like a rock. You got to like rock massage? back and forth on okay. there to get the whole area. You can't just sit there and hope that it takes care of it. Oh, yeah, I mean, you get the majority of it, but... What about after, like, a Taco Tuesday? Is that something you got to uh, I mean, go you, on full you for? May, you may want to shower after that one, too. <laughs> but I have, I have found now that it, if I'm, like, at work, at the poop, I'm like, Bleh. look at this stupid <sighs> toilet. This Wipes is my ass like a... Like a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's good. Sixty bucks, you know. Yeah, it was something like that. Sixty, seventy-five bucks. It wasn't crazy. That might be. Uh, that might be worth a look. Especially for you. You're the first guy I thought of. To be honest with you, when I was getting blasted in the ass with water. To be honest, you're the first person I thought of. <laughs> like you could use this. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, I think uh, I think we covered enough ground <clears throat> on uh, my butthole on, on butt uh, maintenance. Yep. Uh, so here we are, 2020, another decade. Yeah, I don't. It means nothing to me. No, it's it's not that I'm. I, like we were just discussing this yeah. before we started recording. I think the last time I was really excited or interested in New Year's was probably heading into the year two thousand when there was the scare that the world was going to collapse. But when I when I say it out loud, like two thousand twenty, I go back and thinking about you know when I was in my my early twenties or my teens, thinking about the year two thousand twenty. 
it seemed like it would take forever to get there. And here we are. I think about like like right before uh, we were rolling, we were sitting around with uh, Jer's wife. And we were playing like like music trivia of music from the '90s. I lost. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not your strong suit, trivia. Um, but that's music that is over twenty years old. Well, it's funny because when you it's just fun, when you say um, nineteen ninety nine was the last one you remember being. Like uh, remembering being a big deal, mm-hmm. like twenty forty is the same distance away as that was. Fuck, I know, right? You're gonna be damn near dead by that point. Yeah, I'll be in my I'll be in my mid sixties. Yeah, that's for sure. But like, here's the thing: like, you know, the show is Good Life at Midlife. Um, Luke Solo and I are, you know, technically at midlife. You're not. No, you're you're. What are you? Thirty six. Five. You're 35, so you'll be 36 this year. March, right? Yep. Yeah, so not that far away. Um, <clears throat> what, do you, uh, what do you feel about being that age? Now, you take a look back, and you were to ask 16-year-old Jer, oh, how are you going to feel when you're 35, 36? <clears throat> you're gonna, you're, that, that age symbolizes adulthood you have it all figured out not that you don't right you're in a pretty good spot where where you you know find yourself at this age but just think about you're a fucking adult yeah um even like 16 year old jared was a kid like all 16 year olds uh, but even like uh 20 probably mid 20s to now like in the last 10 years I've probably changed huge. There was there was a point where I was 265 pounds with a mullet. Those were good times. <laughs> yeah, they were good parties, but they don't know how good times they were for my But heart. you know what's funny, though? Um, when I think back of when we met, like I was, I remember when I, when I turned 30, we'd only known each other for a few months, and we, we, we became, I'd say, fast friends. And you, you were 22, I was 29. I remember you left me a voicemail on my birthday. You're like, hey, you know, happy 30th birthday. You are now officially too old to be hanging out with a 22-year-old. Yeah. But the, the thing about that was one of the reasons why I felt you and I were able to become friends was you were more mature than the average 22-year-old. And that's, or maybe I was just too immature for the average 29-year-old. It was probably both. Probably a mix of both. Um, I do. I do feel like I've a lot of my. This is this is heavier than usually our drunken rambles are. Uh, I feel like a lot of my beliefs and thoughts have changed drastically. Which is since natural. Then. Which yeah. is natural. You you don't know shit when you're yeah. in your twenties. You think you do. You know. I think. I think now, as I you know, I'm on the knocking on uh, the door of forty four. That was a little rhyme I wasn't expecting. Um, I. Uh, I know I'm more aware now that even at this age, I still don't know nothing. Do I'm you, aware of that, though. Do you feel like you changed as much from 35 to 45 as you did from 25 Huge. to 35? For, from 25 to, to 35? No, I'd say that, that, that from 25 to 35, the only real big change that I can um, think of was just my perception of what... Uh, I needed to do as far as a career and 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 getting you know like a real job. 
Luke and I are going to do a, a show on the concept of career and what exactly it means. But I think that was the biggest change. Everything else was still, I kind of carried myself the same way. It wasn't until these last five years with all the big changes that I've gone through where I'm like, okay, like I do feel, it's not even so much more mature, I just think measured. Whereas, I mean, you've known me for a long time. I, I was, I don't know if you would classify it as a snap show, but I was an emotional person. I was mm-hmm. a knee-jerk reaction and kind of... You would snap. It wouldn't, it's not likely for you to have snapped, but you weren't a snap show. I, the only reason I would say snap show is like thinking back, uh, I, I was I was talking with my ex-girlfriend the other day and she brought up and said, oh, I wish, I wish I would have been able to see you play hockey. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, I, I, you would not have enjoyed that at all. Like, I remember my ex... She didn't enjoy watching me play because I was a snap show, right? Yeah. I, I would lose my cool, whereas now I don't. I don't have that. You know, yeah. like the road. I was a road rage guy. Yep. Like, I did some really, really yep. stupid things that, I, looking back on, I'm like, oh my god, I, I, I can't believe that that is something that uh, I thought was appropriate. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would say at this point in my life, I, I, I feel very calm you know something happens and instead of going with that initial emotional reaction i kind of like have that presence of mind to take us you know a deep breath whereas i think one of the reasons um i don't even think it's like an opposite track thing but i was always drawn to your you're more stoic like even even as a a young person um i remember i've I remember having snap shows on the ice or at work or out at the bar. You would be the guys like, hey, man, like you'd put the hand on the chest and be like, chill the fuck out. Just, just, just relax. Right? Yeah. I, I almost, Where do you think that comes from? Oh, I don't know. Um, not my dad. Mm. Or your dad's not a snap show. I think you're, you're... when he was younger, he was. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, he's actually always kind of snappy. Um, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. Um, but I was just thinking it's funny because I can, like, I started, uh, I got married quite young. I had kids quite young. So I almost feel like. How old were you when you got married? Put me on the spot here. Oh. <laughs> uh, you got married in 2008. Yeah, so I would have been 24. <laughs> I, believe, I believe my wife is yelling from the bedroom. <laughs> I wish, I wish well, we could. What was that, babe? I was, I was 24. 24. I, I don't know why she didn't want to come out. Yeah, and, and, just, and just we put a mic on her and she could just chime in when she felt appropriate. Backseat podcaster from the bedroom. <laughs> um, yeah, 24 is pretty. Yeah, it's. I would say nowadays it would be considered pretty young. Don't you find that a lot of people in our demographic yes. are getting married in their late 20s, maybe even early 30s, yep. having kids later, right? Yep. Like I didn't have kids until I was in my mid-30s. Yeah, so that's like, I, I got married at 24, and then I think I was done having kids before I was 30. I had both, we had both our boys. Yeah, I guess so, eh? Um, So yeah, I guess I'm, I, I almost feel like you, I'm 10 years ahead of you? Like, when you were 35. <laughs> it's 10 years yeah. better. I'm 10 yeah. years better than you, is what I'm saying. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's 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 also funny when you say that, like, ahead, behind. 
um, having that discussion of like, well, where do you think we should be? Like when you had to work today and uh, your uh, wife and I were hanging out with the kids and we just started driving around looking at, you know, different properties because it's no secret <clears throat> this area is where I'd like to end up and trying to kind of, I'm trying to find that balance of I have goals. I want to achieve those goals, but I can't have those goals tied to this perception that that's going to make me happy. Yeah. Like if I achieve this thing, it's like, that's happiness. I have to figure out how to be happy in this, in this moment, right? Yeah. Before I move forward. Yeah. Because if you're attaching you, that. And you wish your life away waiting for what's going to come up next. One. That one came up in, a, in, a, in another show where it's that wishing your life away yeah. and just being present here. And again, um, it's a different... It, it, it's it's different because I can come and and say like oh I'm always happy when I come up here but it's like this you're, isn't real life you're on vacation I yeah think. exactly I'm hanging out and but uh, like the the few times that I've come up since you've moved here man we've had some good just those moments being present because even when I'm on vacation like when I would go to Mexico or or Vegas or whatever I'm, I'm sometimes I can still have a hard time finding myself in the moment I'm like okay, this is great. What are we doing tomorrow? What are we doing next? Like what's got to have everything planned out. Whereas here, what was that last trip? I think, I don't think I came down with my boy. It was just me. And then we went out, we skated on that uh, frozen pond yes, took off the, the boys highway. Out, took the boys out and did, played pond hockey. Yeah. And then you and I went up to the, uh, out in the woods, did some target yeah, practice. Yeah, shot some guns. And then did we go That's wrestling? We went, oh, that was... Just a shout out to Thrash Wrestling. Thrash. Well, that's going to... You know, pigeon. Who cares? Um, Me. <laughs> nobody cares. But yeah, thrash wrestling. It was great. That was so much fun. And then the 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 last time I came down, we took the boys to it. Yeah. And that <clears throat> experience with the boys for me was almost more fun. When yeah. It was just the two of us drinking front row yes. and, and having a blast because watching uh, your boys had seen it before. Yeah. But mine had never been there, and it's like. How many people are in there? Like a hundred people? Maybe a hundred people. And it's in like a like it's like at a a lodge. Uh, it's a Portuguese cultural center. Oh my god! It has, <laughs> the ring takes up the majority of the space. Yeah, I remember when we we first went there. So it's like a it's a small air quote professional wrestling organization. Yeah, very independent. Um, they they go in the local yeah. area, like the lake country that you live yeah. in. And uh, the first time I took my boys there, we go in and there's some. Not sketchier people, but just some rougher people. It's so, an interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. Of people yeah, that and they're uh, they're drinking and they're loud and having fun. Not, nothing bad, but I remember I walked in with the boys and my older one, who's nine, goes, uh, "Dad, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little bit uncomfortable right now." <laughs> <laughs> so we go sit at the back row or the back row, which is also the third row. Yeah, and. Uh, the, the longer it got, it was actually good because they could stand up on the seats and stuff. But it's it's cool because it's, uh, it's not always great. Like, they miss their marks every once in a while. But everybody just plays along and has fun and boos and hisses and cheers. And it's, it's a pretty good time. It was fun. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were sitting uh, one row away from ringside. Yep. And I remember looking at my boy. Uh, your youngest is the same as mine. And they're both six. And... Like just halfway through the show, you know, I look over at my boy and he turns to me. He's like, "Dad, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen." You know, and it's just it's just amazing. When do I yeah. put him to bed tonight? He's like, "Dad, 
are we going to go to see wrestling tomorrow? I'm like, no, I don't think we're doing wrestling tomorrow. But it's like, okay, but we're going to do it again, right? It's like, absolutely, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty cool. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's just, it's just fun. And it's also weird being in that age of, like, for me, I enjoy experiencing things through my kid now. Yeah. Like, uh, the new Star Wars movie came out, and it was the first time. It's funny that comes up again. <laughs> it's, it's been a theme this weekend. How everything, everything sort of ties back to my experience with Star Wars. I mean, we'll be talking about uh, purchasing houses, and I'll be like, do you know, when they blew up the second Death Star, I thought that was a poor investment that the Empire made. But, uh, yeah, it was fun because I had seen the movie on my own. That's how I like to see those movies, so I, no one can interrupt me Make, and I can just soak it all in. Makes sense. Best and, for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Shush, shush, don't ask me questions. And then uh, I took him to it, uh, and it was cool because I was waiting to see his reactions when I knew what was going to happen. And it was just neat to kind of look over and you know the big reveal and he's like oh did you see? I was like, it's fun man yep. it's 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 fun experiencing things through your kids now mm-hmm. right do you find yourself doing the same stuff or are you uh because your youngest is uh is in hockey yep and uh the oldest is he is he into team sports or he's doing uh, like no he he's in a swim club yeah uh played baseball last year don't think he's gonna play again because he's not really big on pitching he doesn't want to get pitched at. Um, but he's, yeah, he's just not a big sports guy. Neither's mine. Um, he doesn't, he's not at like, the fact we were out in the backyard playing street hockey or yeah. whatever, he'll, he'll piece in for a little bit. Actually, it was yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, your, 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 your youngest, he had the ball behind the net and he went to take a slap shot and mine walked in the way and he caught it in the, in the calf and he's like, ah! And, He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> and he needed to do a piece out. And then I'm just like, hey, buddy, are you ready to come back in? He's like, no, nah, can I just be the guy who, who drops the ball? I just want to drop the ball after a goal has been scored. He's like, yeah, buddy, you can do that. Yeah. But he still gets in there. And for me, I'm just happy that he's yeah. willing to. Well, my, my oldest was never really big onto it and into it. And he was like that. But for him being two and a half years older than these too mm-hmm. it lets him he doesn't have to be as aggressive or have to be as worried because he's bigger and stronger than they are we were we were having fun like uh he would take it um like against the boards mm-hmm. and i'd start leaning on him and like and like not not cross-checking but yeah. you know yeah, yeah. and he's and he's pushing back i'm like that's that's what we keep working for <laughs> man keep fighting for it yeah i i started i started hockey a little bit young with him or skating young with him mm-hmm. and he's just not he's just not that type he's a little bit more sensitive and um we started a thing called boots to blades where you go you start out on the ice in your boots oh yeah you were telling me about that back um yeah when he was like three yeah and he just didn't like the idea of being uncomfortable and falling down and it was hard and he's like i'm not digging this um so he just never really got into it and uh when we moved up here that was the same time my youngest started hockey for the first time. So he got into it, and then my older boy was like, ah, maybe I want to. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, it's not too late. So we just need to get you skating lessons so you can, you know, get more comfortable on the ice and sort of catch up to the kids. And then he started watching when my youngest started playing his games. Mm-hmm. And even at, you know, uh, five and six years old, there's pushing and bumping and kids. Mostly it's running into each other because they can't yeah. stop. And, and my older boy was like, ah, you know what? 
not big on getting hit. I don't like getting pushed. I think I think I'm just gonna do skating lessons and swimming. Well, it's it's always fun, funny to see the different ways that um, as kids you're introduced to sports. Like I'm assuming for you, like you're. I, I remember when you and I first started playing hockey. Your dad was still playing with us that yeah. first season that I played with you guys. So I'm assuming that you just grew up exposed to it, right? Yeah. And it's just that's just what you did. Now myself. I was exposed to sports when I was young, but um, my brother, who's, uh, I think I mentioned before, he's about eight years older than me, he played hockey. Now, I wasn't into sports when I was a kid. I didn't, I didn't like to watch it. I didn't like going to my brother's games because for me, hockey was being bored in a cold yeah, bored, rink. Bored and cold and sitting there. Yeah, I'm like, it's just, it just wasn't appealing to me. I didn't actually gravitate towards the sport until I was 12. And I was like almost literally dragged kicking and screaming to a pro game because my mom and her her boyfriend they had season tickets and i think i remember them asking me um when i was playing nintendo I was like hey do you want to go to a game and i'm like yeah sure fine i'll go to a game and then that day rolled around I was like, hey we're going to the game I'm like, yeah, i want to go to the game but actually sitting there in an arena a pro nhl game yeah it was an nhl game and that must have been it what's that trek for you guys uh, do you know, from out in the valley to where the rink was, um, it was about an hour. And you got to remember, this is back in 1988. Mm. Traffic was nothing like it yeah, was. that's fair. Now, um, and the bridge was only two lanes each side back yeah. then. So I remember going, and for me, like I said, the last time I was in a rink, it was, you know, the, the tiny little rink up north that was freezing cold and you had to push the button on that big, yeah. you know, the big tube heater. heater yeah, tube heater. You walk into the arena and I had never been in an atmosphere, you know, with 16,000 people before. Yeah. And it was also a televised national game. And all the lights and even though I didn't watch hockey, <laughs> even though I didn't watch hockey, I remember the games being on and seeing the broadcasters on TV walking by the broadcasters doing their hits before the, I was like oh, this is so crazy this is like I, I feel like I'm a part of something and then having that understanding of what takes place here is going to affect some team in New York or Los Angeles and then that was it I was hooked but I came to it organically yep right I wasn't pushed into it did your dad push you into sports or was just I don't think so. Because he doesn't I seem like he would be that way. It's just like, hey, let's he go was, do he this. He was a pretty, he was pretty into ball when he was younger. Mm. Um, he he went to the Little League World Series, did he, he not? He, he did. We know this because he's brought it up many times. Yeah, he's, <laughs> if you just ask him, he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, he did, and he's big into ball and uh, played hockey all his life. Like he said, we ended up playing beer league together for a couple of years. Um, I don't remember him ever pushing. Like I remember, I remember when rep tryouts came around. At one point, he was ready to take me out and do like dry land training and prep and whatnot and get cardio up and just probably fat, probably lose some weight. Um, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't want to. I wanted to hang out and play with my friends. So yeah. he said, "Okay, as long." He said, "He explained." I think he explained to me. Um, okay, well, it's just tryouts are going to come up, and if you want to try and get prepared I'm happy to help you if you don't cool and I also remember I didn't make it that year uh, and then I remember running stairs with 
ankle weights on because I wanted to the next year. And he was, so yeah, he was supportive if I wanted to, but he, I, I was never pushing to it. Like I, so ball was his big thing. And I quit ball at a pretty young age. Uh, I had a bad year with a bad coach and I was just Which, kinda, which is so huge, right? Because if you're not enjoying I yourself must have at been, a young age. I was probably 12 and uh, yeah, I was just, I, was, I didn't want to play anymore. I'm sure it killed him. I'm sure he wasn't <laughs> happy about it, but he's like, all right. And so then I, I think I took two years off, came back for a year, and then that was the end of my baseball career. Yeah. But you, you, after high school and everything, you got into, we've talked about this before, like you got into the softball leagues and everything. Yes. And you're playing in a league down here, right? Uh, yeah, I'm in slow pitch and uh, hockey, beer league. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing is, I would very much like to get back into uh, recreational sports, but I think about if I were to do it now, back in you know in, in central area. It's also crazy expensive down there. It's how like, much? It's much half you, the price up here. Really? How much do yeah. you pay? <clears throat> like four fifty for the year. Really? Yeah. Last time I played, which was probably two thousand thirteen, it was eight nine hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's uh, I think we get thirty six games. Wow. <clears throat> it's actually it's pretty cool up here. They uh, they have their own league. Whereas it's not really even a league. It's like six or seven teams of just guys that run the team. And then they book their own ice times. Really? And then they all reach out to each other and just set up the games. So Sounds there's, fun, like, there's like a serious league where all the douchey junior B players go and play, <laughs> uh, thinking they still got a shot somewhere. Um, and then there's this league that was really casual beer league because that's all I'm interested because that's why yeah. I, that's why I quit like I remember I remember sitting, the rage the rage was the team I man. was talking with uh, D'Lo about that over Christmas yeah and uh, we were trying to remember what their name was and we came yeah what their name was it was the rage they had uh, Team Canada jerseys and we'd have we'd have games where they uh, and they were good hockey players too. They were decent hockey players, but they were bigger assholes. And they and were big have, dudes. We'd have though. games where I so I ran the team at the time, where half the team would be like, yeah, "I'm not playing," like we need players, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I don't want to get punched in the head because we beat this team." But uh, but that was the thing that I found frustrating about them was they were good players. I, I remember most of the time we played them, we lost, and we lost handily. And you'd be down like seven two in the second period, and I remember, uh, I remember winning a face off, and it was one of those ones where you won the face off and the puck kind of slid to the boards, and I went to chase it and I poked it back to the D, and the guy that was chasing the puck with me just turned around, elbowed me right in the yeah. face, and, and I looked at him and he got a penalty right, yeah. and he's looking at the ref and he's like, "Fuck bullshit!" I was like, "What? What's what fucking penalty for?" Oh, you fucking made a glass? I'm like, no, but my nose is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I would prefer not to have my nose yeah, bleeding I mean, on a Tuesday I, at pe- 9.30. People are going to get, in beer league hockey, people are going to get uh, upset, and there's going to be fights periodically because that's what happens yeah. with men playing a sport. But you shouldn't have to worry about getting an elbow or you shouldn't be worried about cutting across center with your head down, taking a pass. Not smart. Hockey player, but that's but it's also beer league hockey. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, right? It's so like worst case, you stand in front of the guy, give him a bump or something. But yeah, those guys who still play like it's a big deal. There was that one, that one dude. It was the same guy that yeah. elbowed me in the face, and it was funny because out of all the players on the team, he was 
probably the least talented. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was But he so was chippy. the thickest. But he, I remember, didn't they get kicked out of that league? Because they were waiting in the parking lot to fight a ref after a game. I don't know. But the thing is, they were older. Like, yeah. I would say when we were playing. That, that, was, that was like the confusing part. Yeah. Like, like what's, what's wrong with you people? Like, remember, remember that one team of young hotshots that they were, they had the guy with like the tinted visor. Yeah. And they were really good yeah. and really chippy and young. And we ended up kicking their ass that one game. And we were chirping back and forth. And we ended up getting up like two, three, four goals. And as we were scoring, like they were pissed off. And we're like, we don't even care. <laughs> um, but, but if you see a young, like a younger kid who's going to be 19, 20 years old playing beer league, you kind of expect that. I mean, because they're still, you know. They still, still got the energy. They still got the fire. And, but, but these guys were like, at the time, you know, we were in our, you know, you were still, you were in your late 20s. I was in my mid 30s. They had to have been in their, in their mid to late 40s. D'Lo was saying he remembers the time he went, he picked up the puck and went into their zone. And he went around the net once and sort of came cut across the blue line and then went around the net again. So he basically did two laps around their zone. Yeah. Not like doing anything crazy, just holding on the puck, looking for a pass. Mm-hmm. And that, that same guy that you said dropped his gloves and went after him <laughs> and started hitting him. <laughs> oh, man. What a mess. But that was, that was what ended my career. I remember driving back from work with you and it was it was tough because you're like, hey man, like we got a game tonight, and I'm like, I don't think I want to play hockey anymore. And and I just I, I just because I I would get anxiety, yeah. I would get wound up, and then I'd go home and I'd be frustrated because it's like one, I remember that you know elbow in the face guy, I'm not gonna beat that guy up. Yeah, the guy was he was probably like two fifty. You know, he wasn't like like ripped, but he was bigger dude, right? And I was like, he would tool me. I just don't want to get punched in the face anymore. Do you know who was great out there? Was, uh, <laughs> who never had to deal with any shit? It was Bambi. Because he was big and real solid on his skates and a really good hockey player. And all those times they go in the corner with those guys and he would always fuck with them, like blow them kisses and, and hug them. And he'd always squeal out in the ice if there was a close play and stuff like that. But because he was so big and solid, those guys always steered away from him so he <laughs> yeah and he's also a big fucking teddy bear so he's not gonna fight anybody anyways there was i remember one game against uh i don't even know who if it was that team or not but this guy comes up he's like you fucking you fucking look you better look out and he, they were sort of holding on to each other so he pulled him close to him and like pretend like he was gonna try and kiss him the guy didn't he kiss him on the cheek no he just leaned in and like tried to give him a kiss and the guy was like you you better not do that again or you're dead and he's like Dude, if you were going to fight me, you would have fought me. I just tried to kiss you. <laughs> I remember that. That was in like our first year or whatever. That yeah, was, that, that was, was funny. funny. Yeah, we had some, uh, we saw some weird stuff. Remember uh, remember when the goalie fought our buddy in the dressing room? Oh, uh, but the, he was on the same team. <laughs> that was, okay, but see, the, okay, I, I will, okay, we... Used to we used to have our games. Usually, it would be the last game of the night, and we would stay in that room. Everyone would bring like a you know a twelve pack of beer, and god damn it, if we wouldn't drink it all, order pizza to the room. Order, did we order pizza? Yeah, to the room? yeah, man, that's right. I felt. I, I will say this: is the owner of the team. Remember, Lyle would come in, and he'd be like, uh, "Guys, like it's getting late. Give me one of them beers," you know. I'll take some pizza, right? He was, he was pretty cash, but 
That goaltender of ours, we didn't have a goaltender heading into that year. We needed somebody. Yeah. So we took him. He seemed like a really good guy. Now, you may not remember this, but he came with a buddy. Yes. And his buddy was a French guy. Yes. And he was a really good hockey player. Yeah. We wanted to keep him. I know. But, and it was just like, it was. It, this was great, right? Because it's like, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with uh, DSP. Uh, and we'll, you know, just to, to, I think Jeff was the other guy's name, right? And then all of a sudden, just Jeff disappeared. And we're like, hey, man. Uh, is this, uh, look at the bad half. Yeah. Is Jeff coming back? He's like, nah, he's back in Montreal. We're like, oh. Shoot. So we, we, we kept uh, DSP. And he was not a good goaltender. He, he, he wasn't very good. And didn't he? He was like, m- remember? We had to tell him. I was like, hey, bro. Like... This is kind of how it works. Like, you, you got to bring beer. Yeah. Right? Like, you're never bringing beer. We're all bringing the beers, yeah. and you're drinking all the beers. So and you are beers. a goalie. You're playing for free. That's right, too. Yeah. But you need to... got to bring some beer. Don't buddy. beers on it. You know? And he was, like, not the most affluent person mm-hmm. in the world. Remember that first time he showed up with beer, and he had the homebrew? He had like six You bottles. showed up to a fucking five-on-five five game of the team I played on after that with homebrew. I did not. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Because you showed up and pulled it out, and I was like, Can, can I ask a question? DJ Echo, how dare you? Can I ask a question? Shoot. Can I ask a question? Was it just one for myself? I don't think I would have brought homebrew. No, you didn't bring it for the group. You brought, for like, myself. maybe you brought a half sack. Either way, you brought fucking homebrew into the dressing room. Well, I guess the story's dead. <laughs> I, I, gotta be, I gotta be honest, this probably isn't... To, to be fair, I knew most of you guys. You didn't, you didn't. You know a couple of us, though. I knew a couple of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. But anyways... To the, be fair. To be fair. But the thing was... Um, getting back to when there was a fight in the dressing room amongst teammates. That was funny. It, it wasn't with teammates. It was, it was after our last game, and we have a friend. Um, you know, I might get to say your last name, but shout out to Nick, um, who he's a he's a sports reporter. He writes for a newspaper. He's very witty. Doesn't come across as the most like athletic individual I, I've ever met, but God damn it, if he ain't quick-witted he's 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 he's, and he's also he's not a fighter but but he gets himself in a lot of situations chirpy (laughs) a lot of situations i don't even know i don't even know how it started but he he just started chirping our goaltender and i you know what this hey nick i would like you to because i know he listens to the show i would like you to come on and please give us your rendition of what happened in the dressing room. He's, from, he's actually got a handful of stories. Of getting into fights? Yes. There was a time at a, a, one of his brother's hockey games. There was a time at the mall. <laughs> Nick, we need to, we need to bring himself, Nick on as a guest. He gets himself in situations that are really, really funny. Yeah, I think we should curb this story until Nick can come on and give us his version I of what I feel like happened. you should stop saying Nick. Nah, it's fine. Why? Is it because his name's too generic? It's very so generic. So no one would ever figure it out? Exactly. Okay, mm. we'll call him uh, DJ Nick A. <laughs> hey, oh, all right. So, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's, that's the end of that story. Yep. What, uh, what I do have here? to, I don't know what you want to do here. I have to pee, and I need more ice in my cup. 
Um, now, what's easiest for you? Well, I'm not going to riff while you're peeing and you filling up your cup. So we'll take a little. It, this it's cool because you have interludes that you can like play like little like do 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 do. Well, well, things happen, so <laughs> I can play that. Let's do it. Well, uh, well, we go. So okay. we're going to we're going to do that. How was the pee? It was good. It was a good one. It was good. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to putting... I, I don't know what interlude that I'm going to put in there. I want like, like real bad elevator music, oh, if I'm that sure, matters. I'm sure I can find that. Okay. If not, I can create that. Okay. But um, I guess this was like a nice little, hey, happy new year hangout. Yeah, man. Uh, it was good. I, I really wasn't feeling it like probably three hours ago. I was like... Do you know what? I wasn't feeling it either. I was like, I don't think I want to record tonight. Do you want to know why? Why? Because you started a fucking movie on New Year's Eve about L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology. That's why. You pieced the fuck out quick. Yeah, because it was terrible. Terrible how? You weren't interested? Or... or... No, I am interested maybe on like a Wednesday evening. You're right. For New Year's, it was a buzzkill. You know what I did? I went downstairs and watched... Uh, what's that fucking show? Teen that Titans go Teen movie. Titans with their kids. <laughs> it was funny because because uh, your wife and I were like, "Where's Jer? Should we stop watching this?" She's like, "I'm kind of enjoying it. Like I am too, but I feel like we're totally killing the mood here." But, anyways, hey man, it was great coming back to the show. Thanks for coming. Yeah, this is uh, fantastic. You're not on Twitter, so no one can really hey. follow you on Twitter. But again, if you hey. want to follow Insta, bro. I, maybe maybe we'll open up an Instagram uh, account, but until then, if you want to follow the show, you can follow us at Good Life Midlife One. You can follow me at DJ Echo. Terrible name. Yeah. More, more importantly, though, if you want to reach out to us, uh, maybe pick a topic for us to discuss, whether it be Luke Solo or my friend Jer. Um, find us at Good Life Midlife at Hotmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until then, have a good one. Peace. Without me, you're nothing. Yeah, you're nothing without me. Uh, uh, how you living? Without me, you're nothing. You're nothing without me. It's Jerry Echo, Jerry Echo. You think your show's not terrible? Uh, you feel like the walls of Jericho. You gotta come by and chemistry score of zero. I don't care that you're an everyday hero. Bought a lottery ticket, got some cash out. You say you moved, I say you took the trash out. Later. Fishing in your toilet, not for bass and trout, but for some kind of tool to flush your ass out. Gross. I mean, your ass crack, you need to wash that. You got a small dick, so I might get some splash back. You plan to write a song behind my back for a clap back? Luke Solo ain't never gonna take that. You have more hair on your head than your body, no, but your team up is true. just temporary. Since it sounds like you might be into ass play, listen what? to the song while you moan on your bid day. It's so cold on my taint. Without me, you're nothing. Just let that sink in for a second. You're nothing without me. Feels right, doesn't it? Without me, you're nothing. Yeah, you're nothing without me. 
I'm bigger than Jesus and Kanye and Madonna. Even if Kanye and Madonna had a baby, I'd still be bigger than that baby. And not just like, like physically bigger. You ain't nothing without me, man. R right? Echo? I miss you, man. Take me back.